0: Did you know that the average person makes over 30,000
1: decisions a day? But the most important decision of all is deciding to get your ish together. We all have
0: goals we're trying to reach, things we want to scratch off of our mile-long to-do list, and obstacles we are working so hard to overcome.
1: Which brings us to today's topic tangible ways to actually get your ish together. We are
0: so excited to bring you today's topic because I don't know how many times over the years I've had people come to me and say, I just don't know how to do it. How do you do everything that you do in a day? I am at a loss for even
1: where to start. Yeah, same here. So even from like your personal life to your professional life, we're going to give you guys tangible tips today. Things that actually worked for us to take control of our life. You know, not saying that we're perfect, but we are going to We definitely don't have it all together. We, we don't have our ish together, but actual ways to help you improve your life a little bit.
0: Well, and that's the thing is I think it's never going to be perfect, right? And I think a lot of times people are afraid to start something new or to take back control or to improve a specific area of their lives because they just don't know where to start. And that fear starts to set in because it's overwhelming, right? When you just don't know what you should be doing. You know that you're wanting to make a change, but you just don't know
1: exactly how to go about doing it. And we always try to let you know people know that just start with one thing and add on to it once you get really good at it but just start and so today we're going to tell you you know a little bit from our morning routines and they look a little bit different because katie and i are completely different which is totally totally different different. (laughs) so which which it works you know some of you guys are married and have kids some of you guys are single like myself and so just a little bit about what's worked for us over the years so katie tell us about your you know Mornings and how you get started because you have little ones.
0: So, I'm gonna tell you guys what it looks like now, but I also wanna add in real quick that. This has been something that I've been working to like find my groove at for a while. It has been, you know, kind of years in the making to really find my sweet spot with it. And kind of like Janie said, just pick that one thing and then you get really good at it and then you build from there. But just don't be afraid to start and to try something new. So when I first started, I had no clue where to start. I was at such a loss. I felt really overwhelmed. And I heard about a book. It's called The Miracle Morning. And inside of the book, the author, Hal Elrod, gives so many tangible tips and pieces of advice for exactly what, you know, works for his morning. And I think one of the things that I love the most about the book is that he really shares that, you know, while this is his like perfect sweet spot for his morning it's really trial and error. You have to kind of find what feels right, what is genuine and authentic for you and what are going to be the things that actually really help you in creating a morning routine and and just finding your groove and feeling good about what that morning routine looks like for you.
1: And I think over the years too, you know, we add on things, we take things away. What works for me might not work for someone else, but we do try to implement the things that work and keep them going over the years. And then of course we're going to be sharing what's been working for us.
0: Right, so my morning kind of starts a little different from Janie's because obviously I'm a wife, I'm a mama of two little girls that both are in grade school, so my morning starts really early because I need that time to myself in the morning before life gets started and before I'm needed endlessly for the rest of my day. So my morning time, I always say how magical it is. It truly is. It's quiet time before everyone else in the house wakes up. And so I am obsessed with my morning time so i wake up at 4 a.m i choose to wake up at 4 a.m i used to have to wake up really early back when i was working in corporate america it was non-negotiable because if it didn't happen then it just wouldn't happen Um, but now i have a little more freedom and flexibility in my schedule but the one thing that hasn't changed is my morning routine because I will tell you how you start your day is how your day will go and if you're not starting your day playing offense by doing the things that fill you up and fill your cup and make you feel good and make you a better person then you're going to spend your whole day kind of playing defense or at least that's how I kind of refer refer to it so In order for me to play offense there are a few things that I feel like work really well for me and again trial and error you're going to probably have to try a lot of different things to find what works for you but I wake up I brush my teeth I immediately have my prayer time and in the meantime while I'm doing that I get my ACV I have my ACV every single morning I've had it every morning for like the last two years for those of you that I know are going to ask I mix it with flavored sweet and sparkling water (laughs) um because by itself it is terrible the first time I ever tried it, I tried it by itself and I like gagged and it was terrible and it
1: actually was caught on camera you know I have yet to try your ACV <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: you have to try it. it's so good there's so many health benefits there so But to move on from that, I have my ACV, and then I start my morning routine. I have a morning community that is incredible, and it's just a Zoom room where we pop in and have that accountability for the things that we need to do in the morning. And for me, um, my morning routine looks like having my devotional time and having that time with God first thing and being able to sit down and read personal development. And take some time to kind of journal my thoughts and get everything out, you know, pen to paper. That is so important for me. After that, it's always the go-go juice. (laughs) Always the go-go juice. And the go-go
1: juice dance parties. And the dance
0: parties. Because there's no better way to hype yourself up and to give yourself that energy rush and that adrenaline and that, that just those good vibes than to move your body and start dancing. Like listen to a jam, listen to a favorite song so typically i'll do that and then it's my workout and after my workout It's time to get my kids up. And from that point in time, the day gets started. So it is really, truly just taking that time to fill my cup with the things that work for me. And like I said, over the years, it's changed a lot, but that's what it looks like now. And again, it really sets me up to fill my cup first and start my day on offense so that I'm not playing defense all day long.
1: Before the chaos. So a lot of times, you know, I come over at five in the morning and work out with Katie, but I get to see like behind the scenes what you guys don't get to see the (laughs) chaos and so I understand you know because I'm sure she gets a lot of well, why do you wake up at four in the morning you know you're not going to a nine to five job you don't have to wake up at four in the morning but she chooses to wake up at four in the morning because she you know before the chaos like she said before that her kids wake up you know when when her husband is home before her husband wakes up she's filled her cup first in order to You know serve like best serve her family uh for the day and for the week so
0: one for those of you that follow me you you have seen that my kids don't always wake up on the right side of the bed sometimes they're grumpy um you know and you just never know with kids what you're gonna get sometimes they get sick Sometimes life just throws you extra curveballs. And when I wake up early and I get those things done, it kind of is like my guarantee to myself that I am taking good care of myself. Because you know what, you guys? If you're not taking good care of yourself mentally and physically, there's nobody else that can do it for you. You have to be that advocate for yourself to really pour into your own cup and be able to pour from that overflow because there is no way that I could serve others well all day long. I'm a coach. That's what I do all day, every day. There is no way that I could do that well and serve my family well, my community well, my church well, like if I was not pouring into myself.
1: Right. And I didn't know this, but if you take control of your mornings, you take control of your life, which is, it's life-changing. So when I first started my, you know, what I call my miracle mornings, I used to actually have to go to work 10 to 8 p.m. You guys found out last week that I owned my own clothing store for eight years. And so I opened at 10 to 8 p.m. and would literally wake up at like 9, 9.15, got dressed, you know, brushed my teeth, and rush to work day in and day out, and I hated it. I would show up at the store at 10, 10.05, 10.10, would open the store late, and I was just miserable, in a bad mood, and just hated it. It wasn't until I started, you know, listening to personal development books and realizing that if you take over your mornings, you will literally take control of your life. And so now, the last four or five years, um, I think I've developed a really good system to what works for me, I also wake up at 4.30 most mornings only to hit the gym at 5. I work out from 5 to 6, but because I choose to. Same thing like Katie. You know, I don't have to. Now I don't have a 9 to 5. Now I have a lot of freedom. If I want to take naps during the day, I can. Um, But I do feel like if you wake up before the sun comes out, you are going to be a much more successful person. And so I try to beat the sun up every morning is really what I do. I'm not a morning person and I don't love it. I sometimes have to sit there in bed for a couple seconds and <laughs> count down from five, you know, and if, if you guys have never heard of the book, The Five Second Rule, it's literally about just, you know, anything that you want to do that you are having a hard time doing for whatever reason you count down from five four three two one and you what just the- sh- <laughs> yeah you just shoot up like a rocket ship. you do. And so a lot of times when I'm sitting there at 4: thirty in the morning and my alarm is going off, I will count down from five four three two one and I get my butt up and you do hard things because that's what life is about. that's what being an adult is about. And so the very first thing I will do is I will make my bed. As little and simple as it sounds is a freaking game changer. It is, yeah. Making your bed first thing in the morning gives you the sense of accomplishment like you did something. So it doesn't matter if I'm on vacation or I'm traveling or if I'm in my bed or my friend's bed. And by friends, I mean girl, like, you know, when, when I'm at my girlfriend's <laughs> Girlfriends, uh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah, girlfriends. Because we, I travel with girls a lot, so you know, I'm sleeping with another girl, and she's out of the bed, and I'm the last one in bed. I am making that bed. So my point is, no matter what, you're
0: making her in it, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're making this bed first thing in the morning, and then from there, I really like to have my own quiet time. So either while I'm putting on my shoes and putting on my workout clothes, because that's the next thing I'm going to do, either I'm working out from home. Or I'm driving straight to the gym. I'm listening to personal development of, you know, some book of some sort or a podcast of some sort. And something. you can do that, you
0: guys, on Audible. I know not everyone may know how you can actually listen to audiobooks, but Audible is an amazing resource and you can listen to books on there or podcasts on the podcast app.
1: Yeah, and I try to listen to something that I need to hear that week. Whatever it is that I'm struggling with that week, I'm going to go look for that topic and listen to it. And as soon as I hit the gym, soon as I walk out of the gym, I'm either going for a walk somewhere at a park and I try to change it up every day to where I'm not always going to the same park just so I can have like creative juices flowing. And um, sometimes I go to the beach and I will sit there at the beach and I will meditate. Now, meditation has been something that I've added on maybe in the last two years that I just kind of keep improving my mornings. And let me just say I hated it at first. Um, Sometimes I still hate it. I don't love it, but it's improved my life. Uh, I have more patience, just, you know, more clarity. And so I will meditate five to 10 minutes. When I first started, it was more like five minutes. And I absolutely hated every minute of it until it got easier and just better to do. Uh, and it's just, now it's just a part of my day. It's like, you know, wake up and brush your teeth. Uh, meditation is one of those things that's just in my daily routine. I like to also journal a lot and hand to paper is what works best for me. I know sometimes uh, we have notes or calendars on our phones, but pen to paper is really what's worked for me. And I just like to cross out those to-do lists or put like the top three things that I have to do for my day before I you know, go on with my day. So that's pretty much my, my mornings.
0: Right, yeah, and and I think what you said is so key and so important because journaling out kind of what you need to do for the day, it really sets the tone and it creates that focus for your day too. I do the same thing. I have a, a, a different journal that I use, a calendar per se, and it really keeps me on task just sitting down and kind of brain dumping what I need to do for the day because if I don't have that, I find that I catch myself kind of running in circles and forgetting what it is that I need to be doing or getting more sidetracked. So when you have that, it helps a ton and just you know, being more intentional with the time that you do have, which there's something else that I want to add to that because, you know, Janie and I have both come from, you know, the corporate world and being so busy where we had zero time and having to be so intentional with our time or else it wasn't possible to make ourselves that priority and really get our ish together is, you know, just taking that time each day to get structured and what it is that you want to do. And then working in your pockets to make your it Your mom happen. pockets. I call it mom pockets. You can ask my team. I tell them, you know, work in your mom pockets all the time. But it is so key in, you know, being productive and, and staying on task. I get the question all the time. Like, how do you get as much done as you get done in a day? I don't understand it. Are you an energizer bunny? Do you ever sleep? Yes, I sleep. And, you know, I do have quite a bit of energy. But you create that energy for yourself by the way that you're living your life and if you want to have more energy and be able to increase your productivity and see more success in all areas of your life you have to have a plan it's just like with anything else if you don't have a plan you better plan to fail because you're going to just be running in circles all day long
1: yeah no people have asked me does Katie take naps during the day like they want me to tell them you know that I do that you do <laughs> and I'm like honestly I've hung out with her so many times and I've never seen her take a nap and I don't know I even don't know know how you do it all but it's really these mom pockets and just being intentional with your time it is not scrolling
0: not scrolling that's huge too and you guys i know that we all get so caught up in like what's the next you know hot show on netflix and scrolling social media and watching what everyone else is doing but watching what everyone else is doing you guys is not going to get you the life that you want it will not and neither will binge watching you know an entire season of something on netflix or anywhere else and not that those things are not okay because i pinky promise you i do them too i scroll social media I love to see what the people in my life are doing. I love to, you know, snuggle up with my husband when he's home and sit down and just like binge watch a show or whatever if we want to. But I feel like I earn the right to do those things because I am so intentional with my time. And I don't allow myself in the pockets of time where I have that focused work time and intentional time to do those things. It's just not even—it's not even an option. I don't do those things outside of that. And it's funny because I know Janie. I know you don't watch a whole lot of TV. Oh, at I actually all. never so watch TV. It's like hardly ever that she ever never. watches TV. And yeah. that's not to say that. You know that's not okay you can do those things and she does do it occasionally Mm -hmm. but I mean for the longest time she didn't even own a tv or have one like in her house or or in her room Yeah. yeah well
1: first off growing up we couldn't afford cable so we didn't have cable then as we became teenagers and we you know started getting into tv and stuff our mom this is all my mom's fault she used to say are you getting paid to watch tv and if the answer was no like obviously i'm not getting paid to watch tv then i wasn't gonna spend my time on tv and it just kind of grew up with that mentality of I'm not getting paid to watch TV. And so a lot of things that I do during my day, you know, is it being productive? Is it going to make me money now or in the future? And if it's not, honestly, I don't spend my time with it. I get a lot of, you know, hey, have you seen this movie or have you seen this show? And I'm like, honestly, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) And so my friends now know, even if they start saying, did you watch this? And they kind of stop because they already know the answer is no. And a lot of people will even tell me, well, I don't have time to exercise or I don't have time to do this. And I will say, show me your screen time on your phone, because if it's more than like one to two hours, you're doing something wrong. I know Katie and I share our lives on social media, a lot on Instagram stories, especially. And you guys would think that we are attached to our phone 24 seven. But no, when we're having dinner, it's dinner time and we're with the family we may be taking videos here and there, but we always post in the future. We don't post in real time because we've learned to be present. present. Yeah. Yeah,
0: To be present. Well, and it's funny because, you know, we all have our things that we love that are kind of like our guilty pleasures. And for some people that's, you know, watching a show or a series or whatever the case may be, being on social media, you know, we all work hard and I think that we need to honor and respect that and do the things that we enjoy, but also, you know, kind of have an idea of how much time we're spending on those things because a lot of times most people are spending more than one to two hours a day doing these things and then we get caught up in the whole I don't have time or I'm too busy but the truth of the matter is is we all have time for the things that we we make a priority and it's important to know where our time is going because if we don't know where it's going we can't ever take it back and find time to to do the things that have really become important to us and the things that. We are really wanting to improve upon or find success in, and so having that time to you know sit down and do those things is super enjoyable. For Janie, she may not watch TV, but ask your girl if she likes to go out and dance,
1: oh and the answer God. will be yes
0: every time. She loves to yes. go dance. She loves music. Um, that is like her thing. And I will we all sacrifice have, sleep yeah, for that. Exactly. And you know, we will all sacrifice something for the things that we love. But also, I think as adults, we just almost have to prioritize like what's important. What is, you know, important for our families? What's important for our careers? What's important for the life that we want to live? Like, I don't know about you, but I don't want to look back five years from now and be like, man, I'm not living the life that I wanted to live. And I wasn't doing the things five years ago that I should have been doing to get me to where I want to be. And
1: I think we, le- we learned that uh, along the way, because at first, you know, when we first started on social media five or six years ago, we were constantly on our phones and constantly missing out on important things because we were too busy being stuck on our phone that I know over the last year, especially with, you know, COVID and quarantine that in the last year specifically, I have specifically tried to stay off my phone when I'm with friends, when I'm with family, you know, I will snap a quick picture or a quick little video and I'll try to post it later only because I've learned along the years that I don't want to be you know in my on my deathbed 70 something 80 something you know I hope I live to be 100 years old I don't I know that I'm not going to be on my deathbed sitting there thinking I wish I would have been on my phone more there's just no way and so because I remind myself that of daily I try to stay off my phone as much as I can.
0: Absolutely, and when you're not working and you're not you know, using it for for a productive reason, I think that takes us to our next point of having a system and reminders and events and things like that to help you because one of the worst things that we can do is try to trust our brain to remember everything because we're human, you guys, and that's just not a reality. That's not possible. That's not going to happen, but whenever we have a planner or an app that we use or a calendar – that is so helpful, and I have a planner that I use, and it's pen to paper, and that helps me a ton. But also, you guys, you can ask my team like, I have squirrel syndrome, I have the hardest time staying focused for every team call, every event that we have, every upcoming, you know, um, you know, whatever the case may be, training session. We have event reminders in our team page for everything because. I'm not going to remember every single thing and it's easier for me to make sure that it's set in stone and it's there right out of the gate than it would be for me to try to remember every single thing that I have going on. So there's event reminders for all of that. I have updates in my calendar for when I have meetings or calls, things like that to help me remember and stay focused. I also have my daily like to-do list that I, that I work from. And Back to prioritizing that, write down brain dump everything that you need to do, but then pick three things that are the most important things that you have to get done for the day. And if nothing else, you sit down and you grind and you hustle until you get those three things done. And then if nothing else happens, at least the most important stuff has happened because things will happen and curveballs will come your way, and you can't control everything, but you can control having an organized system for it to help you.
1: And it's just less stressful. I think the only other thing really I is, would add is uh, for my personal real estate business, I use a CRM system where it'll tell me, you know, when I need to follow up with people. It's like a calendar, you know, has contact information on there and just yep. makes my life easier. Yes, I have to pay for it. But sometimes it's worth paying for things. So you're, so you are live a less stressful life
0: right and that way you don't forget things either and drop the ball because I'll be honest me six years ago dropped the ball on everything because I overflowed my plate I didn't have systems in place and it stressed me out and made me like super overwhelmed so I think above all else having a really great morning routine having systems in place to help you along the way And really becoming a student of your own life and educating yourself in the areas that you want to grow is so super helpful. You guys will never, you know, hear me stop going on and on about personal development because it's so key. We should always be a student of life. And those areas that that we need to be a student may change over time, but ultimately, you have to constantly be learning and growing. You have to.
1: Yeah, and Katie and I have noticed, and we've talked several times, where those people that are against personal development are sadly the ones that need it the most. That was absolutely. Katie and I six years ago. We, I didn't, I, I didn't believe it. it. We didn't want to <laughs> do it. Like We were like little kids stomping, like absolutely not, not going to do I it. I don't
0: need that self-help book. <laughs> yeah, no, like
1: why? Me? I'm right. perfect, you yeah. know? But no, absolute, absolute lies, but personal development – and applying that morning routine is what's changed my life uh, to where it is now.
0: Well and we're going to list out the personal development books that we kind of recalled here and shared with you guys from our morning routine and just some other favorites that we have as well. We're going to share them in the comments below so if you click below um, for the details and info from the podcast you'll notice that there will be a list there for you guys of some of our favorite personal development books that really just help you kind of get started because I think that's the most important thing. And then we would love to hear from you guys if you would comment below and just share one thing that you took away from this, one thing that you feel like could really, you know, truly help you to level up your own life and an area that you would like to improve. And maybe you need help with that. And if you do, please reach out because Janie and I are always available. You can find either one of us on social media and we're happy to answer any questions that you have if you have questions about this podcast or need help on the area that you're wanting to improve but we're here we're here to help we're to help we're here to help you get your ish
1: together while we're still
0: over here getting our own ish together and that's what it's all about
1: just sharing what works for us and hoping to inspire and motivate you to live a better life amen